Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. Know that Jesus came for you. He bore the stripes on his back, those wounds, those lashes. He took them, I think they say 39 stripes, for you. One was for you because by his stripes, the Bible says, we are healed. Hey, sis. Welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hey sis, and welcome back for another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. So this episode is going to be just a little bit different. I do not have an outline. Normally when I come and talk to you guys, I have an outline. But this is me and Holy Spirit really flowing in the moment. I feel like God was sharing some stuff with me, downloading some stuff, and something that I needed to come immediately and share with all of you guys. And I just want to talk to you for a moment about having a me moment. After a breakup, there seems to be like, of course, you're dealing with a lot of emotional stress. You may be dealing with some trying to process some traumatic experiences. There's there's a lot going on there. And there there's this pressure to come back quickly, to rebound quickly because the world needs us because the world, you know, your job needs you to show up. Your family needs you to show up. Your your kids need you to show up. Your friends need you to show up because you're the strong friend. You know, you, there's this there's this pressure to rebound quickly. But I want you to know that God sees you and he wants you to know that you are enough. You you alone are enough. And it doesn't feel like it because we live in a society that tells us that unless we are performing and producing, that we're nothing. We need to be out there doing all the things all the time is what the world will have us believe. But God brought a scripture to mind to remind me and to remind you that even in dark seasons, whatever it is that you may be dealing with or experiencing, that you are enough. I want you to say that right now. I am enough. And the scripture that he brought to mind is a very familiar scripture. If you've never heard any other scripture before, I know you heard this because people repeat it all the time. It's on so many bumper stickers. It's people get it tattooed on them. I mean, You've seen and heard John 3.16. 
you can commit it. It's been committed to memory, whether or not you know scripture or not, you know, this one. And John 3.16 is the infamous, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And we repeat that so much, we hear it so much that sometimes it loses its effect. But when we sit still, sit still for a moment and read that scripture, have the Holy Spirit come in and really explain to you what that really means. When we really sit down and take note of that, that God loved me. And that's why I need you to start putting yourself, inserting yourself into this scripture. Don't say God so loved the world. In this moment, I want you to take some me time. I want you to say, God so loved me that he gave his one and only son so that when I believe in him, that I now have eternal, everlasting life with my father. And we often stop at John 3, 16, but I love 17 as well, because it comes to say that God did not send his son into the world to condemn it. He sent him to save it. So so say that because sometimes we're dealing with difficult seasons and you're dealing with this heartbreak and maybe you messed up. Maybe you did something wrong. Maybe you could have done something better. That's always the case. We always, you know, to believe that we did everything that we could have done in a situation is, you know, I won't say that it never happened. You know, there are these outlier circumstances, but there's always something we could have done better. So we sit there and we condemn ourselves and we're like, uh, you know, we start thinking I could have done this and I could have done that. But we don't serve a God who's into condemnation. He's into salvation. He's into repentance. He's into salvation. So he sent his son not to condemn you. He sent his son to save you. So remember that. Take a moment. And so you say, God so loved me that he gave his one and only son. He allowed, and start, close your eyes and just kind of imagine that. He sent his son down to earth to be abused, mistreated, taken advantage of. He sent him down to this earth to be beaten and spit on and belittled and embarrassed, and then to ultimately be sacrificed on the cross for me. Take a moment and digest that. He did it for me, just for me. If you were the only one, sis, it would still be for you. So while the heartbreak feels unbearable at this moment, know that Jesus came for you. He bore the stripes on his back, those wounds, those lashes. He took them. I think they say 39 stripes for you. One was for you because by his stripes, the Bible says, we are healed. So take one of those stripes are for you, sis. He took it for you. He took it so that your heart could be healed in this moment. I want you to think about that. I want you to imagine how his back looked, how his arms and legs looked once he was beaten. 
and Jesus, the only one who didn't deserve it because he's never sinned. He never sinned. We did. We deserved it. But he traded his life for ours because without him, we would we would be sentenced to eternal damnation, to hell. We would be sentenced to death. But through him, we live eternally. When we close our eyes on this side of heaven, we are present with the Lord. That's what the word says. So I really want you to internalize that, that you are enough, that he came, that he was wounded for our transgressions as in Isaiah. He was bruised for our iniquities, meaning the things that we um, in that we have to endure the things that we may have done wrong. He w- he took that. He took those things and he put them on his back. And every time they whipped him, he was like, that's for you. That's for you. Every time. That's for you. That's for my sister. That's for my daughter. That's, that's for the one who co- who's coming behind me so that she may be healed. God knew it's not as planned that we live in this low place, but he knew. He knew what we would endure. He knew what we would face. He knew we would have trouble. The Bible even said that, that in this world, Jesus said it, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart because I have overcome the world. He knows what it feels like to be human. He knows what it feels like to have these human emotions, these human needs and desires. So he knows. So he sits at the right hand of the Father pleading on our behalf because he knows what we what we feel and what we have to endure here on this earth. And he's like, no, Father, when we mess up, he's like, my blood covers it, my blood. So when he sees us, he doesn't just see us. He doesn't just see Candace. He doesn't just see Judy. He doesn't just see Mary. He doesn't just see Kimberly. He doesn't just see Shirley. He doesn't just see Jessica. He doesn't just see Anna. He doesn't just see Erica. He doesn't just see, insert your name, insert your name. He doesn't just see you, but he sees you covered by the blood of Jesus. That's why accepting him as Lord and Savior is so important because he sees you covered by the blood of the son that he sent. So when he sees you covered by the blood of the son that he sent, guess what? He sees that you have, you're his, you belong to him. So even though you have trouble, take heart, take heart because Jesus overcame the world for us. And so you can too, through him, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength who gives you strength. You can do all things, all things that God has called you to do. So you can, you can overcome this heartbreak that you are dealing with right now. The frustration, the sadness that seems like it will never end. You can and you will. But take a moment right now. Take some me time because guess what? It's okay to feel your feelings. I've said it before. It's a part of the process. Feel your feelings, sis. Cry scream, be sad, be angry, sit in it for a moment, but just a moment, sis, just a moment. Give yourself time, have grace, give yourself grace, because you alone are enough. 
It's not for, again, it's not for, you, you're not healing for anyone but you. I want you to know that and I want you to feel that. You're healing, this process that you're going through is for you. You're not healing so you can hurry up and get back to work and be productive. You're not healing so that you can hurry up and show up for your friends again. You're not healing so that you can be the best mom that you can be for your kids. Yes, all of those things are important. They're so important. But that's not why you're healing. They're not more important than you are. Have a me moment. God so loved you. He loved you enough to send his only son. That you may have life and have it more abundantly. So this moment, take it for you. Close your eyes and remind yourself that you are enough. I have trouble with this. I know I know it's hard to, to just think that, man, I, I don't have to do anything. No. Mm-mm. We don't earn Jesus' love. We don't earn the love of the Father. We accept it as a gift. It is a gift. We couldn't earn it. We couldn't do enough. We're not good enough, none of us. It's a gift from God, our creator. You alone are enough. Now, granted, once you heal, yeah, you'll be able to go out and show up for all those things, but I don't want you to do it for that reason. I want you to heal for you. You're not healing for, to, to be productive. You're not healing to produce the, the things of this world. You're healing for you because the gift was for you. The gift was for you, sis. Know that you are enough to receive the gift of God, of salvation, of love. Just you. Just you. And yeah, once you do it, once you heal, you'll be a better, maybe you'll be a better mom. Maybe you'll be a better employee, a better business owner. Maybe you'll be a better content creator. Maybe. Maybe. Because God won't waste our pain. He causes all things to work together for our good because we're called according to his purpose. Yeah, he has good plans for us. He has things for us to do. But the most important thing is your relationship with him. And in a relationship, he's, his love is unconditional. Whether we produce anything or not, he loves us. He loves us. Now, we want to be productive for him, for the kingdom, we want to have impact and make progress for the kingdom. But at the end of the day, he just wants you. If you think about the story of Mary and Martha, Martha was doing. She was doing, doing, doing so much. And what she was doing wasn't necessarily wrong. She was following the customs of their day. And she was cooking and making food because they had company coming over. And Jesus Jesus was coming by. So she was in that kitchen. She was getting everything ready. She wanted to be able to put on a good feast, have a good meal. And she assumed that her sister Mary would be there helping her. And she was not because Mary chose to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to him and be in relationship with him and learn from him. And Martha got upset. And Martha was like, Jesus, she had an attitude. <laughs> she said, Jesus, 
my sister is not helping me. Tell her, get in here and help me. And Jesus said, no, Mary chose the better place and it will not be taken from her. Mary chose to sit at the feet of Jesus. I can only imagine that in that moment, it was like, wow, I have a moment to sit at the feet of God, God in the flesh. I have this moment. I will not pass this moment up. This is an opportunity. She took a moment for herself, a me moment. She was like, no, no way. I'm sitting here. I'm choosing this place. And Jesus said it was the better place, the better place. So take a me moment, sis. Stop what you're doing. Stop the hustling. Stop taking care of everybody else for a moment. I know you got responsibilities. I know you have things to do, but you can take a moment. Put those kids somewhere and lock them in with a snack maybe and (laughs) just for a second. Take a moment for yourself. Close your eyes. Connect with God. Thank him that he gave his only son for you. Tell him, thank you, God, that you gave your only son for me, that I may be saved, that I may be healed, that I may have abundant life. Thank you. So now I have hope because your word says, that you have plans for me, plans to, plans to prosper me and not harm me, plans to give me hope, hope in a future. I may not know what my future holds, God, but I know you hold it. I know you're going before me, orchestrating every step. I know you're going before me, opening doors that I may walk through them, preparing the way in the works that I may walk in them that I may do the good works that you have planned for me, but I will never forget you. I will never forget this gift, God, that you have given me, the gift of eternal life, the gift of salvation, the gift of relationship. I'm so thankful, God, that the moment that Jesus actually did command his spirit into your hands, and they, the people say give up the ghost, <laughs> the moment that he died on this side, that the veil in the temple was torn, that there was no longer a barrier between you and I, God, that now I can come to you boldly approaching you in faith to ask for what it is I need. And today, God, it's healing. It's healing for my heart. It's healing for my mind. It's healing for my soul. I need strength in my spirit. God, hold me up with your victorious right hand. Touch me, Lord. Heal me, Lord. I thank you for this gift. Had Jesus not come, this gift would not be mine. But I thank you that I, me, possess the gift of healing, of love, your peace, your joy, God. Your joy, God, is my strength. Thank you. Thank you, God. This moment, in this moment, sis, just really soak it up, connect. And I want you to take more time like this. Take more moments, more me moments. It's not selfish. It's not. 
because you have to make sure that you are filling your cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. Take more me moments. Love you. How are you going to love your neighbor if you can't love yourself? The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you don't love yourself, how can you fulfill that commandment of loving your neighbor? Take a me moment. Take a me moment, sis. I encourage you to do it. It will help you with in your emotions and healing your heart. It will help you to get where you want to be, where you envision your life being. It will help you maybe even get vision for your life. Maybe you're feeling like you're just stuck and you don't see how you're going to get out of this. But this can help you, give you hope, the hope that you lost when you're feeling hopeless. It gives you hope for your future. I love you, sis. I hope this touched your heart. I'm sharing with you. I told the Holy Spirit to come with me here so that I can pour out what was poured in, that I can share the revelation. And so I hope that it blessed your life. I hope that you are going to take heed to what the Holy Spirit is saying, not what Candace is saying. Take heed to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you in this moment, that you are enough, that you are loved, and that this healing is for you. Take me moments. I love you. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.